Hello, and welcome to Wellness Wednesday with 3W. Wellness Wednesday is sponsored by 3W Medical for Women, a nonprofit medical clinic offering free of charge or low cost reproductive health services to women in the Seattle area, regardless of income or insurance status. 3W does not profit off the reproductive health choices women make. The information shared in this podcast is the opinion of the speaker or speakers. Medical information is not intended as individual medical consultation, but for general education only. Always consult your own health professional for personalized advice regarding medical decisions. And if you're in the Seattle area, consider making an appointment to consult with us. I'm Lauren Whitting, Office Manager of 3W Medical for Women and the host of today's podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another podcast with 3W Wellness Wednesday. We're so excited to have you tuning in for another one. Today, we have a really, really special guest. It is actually my grandma, Roxanne Kurowski. Hi, grandma. Hi, Lauren. (laughs) Hi, and we are bringing her on. She has an amazing, amazing story, and we are going to tell it today. My grandma and my mom are actually partners in real estate. They are with the company's Berkshire Hathaway and are really successful. Um, Are you in the top 1%? Yes. Yes, they are of the entire company. Um, so if you're ever of not well of, of our of our uh, region of your you know, region of Washington and Oregon. That's Berkshire cool. Hathaway Northwest. Yes, that's amazing. And if you're ever looking for a home in the area, reach out and or you need need to buy or sell. They're your ladies. They're amazing. My grandma is such a strong woman, and we just wanted to uh, hear her story today. So we're just going to start and enjoy this beautiful, beautiful story. First things, grandma, you got pregnant with mom, Tammy, (laughs) um, when you were young. How old were you? Uh, 16. 16. And that was obviously probably a surprise, right? (laughs) Yeah, 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 very much so. (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) And through that, I mean, was it... uh, I can't imagine that young and then having to take care of another human being. Was that overwhelming or was it kind of just like, we're just going to do this? This is it. Well, I think, you know, when you get over the shock that you are pregnant, not thinking that you would be because I was young and didn't know much about contraceptions. Right. So I, uh, yes, I was a little overwhelmed by it, but I did have a lot of support from my fa- my own family, but I had support from my husband's family yeah so that was helpful right and so you know you just kind of have to do I mean you're finding out now that you're pregnant and you certainly want to try to uh, have a a better experience I guess than my parents did totally and you had that probably that motivation to be like I'm gonna yes I'm gonna gonna do do better better yes absolutely Mm -hmm. and that kind of probably stuck with you through raising mom and and being able to you know, obviously like financially stressed and just like, who's going to watch the baby? I just can't imagine. It's a lot of like practical things that you have to think about when you get pregnant at 16, especially for you right. not living, you weren't living with your parents, you were away. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, so yeah. Well, then we got married and I was 17 and had your mother. And yes, it was, um, I didn't even know how to fold a diaper. So that was, <laughs> I remember being on the bed trying to fold a diaper. Oh my gosh. To do that. So I did not have much experience with, yeah. and I didn't really ever babysit. So I didn't really have much 
you know, experience with small children or especially babies, but you, you know, you have to do what you have to do. So you just step up. Um, Stuck up. And then about two years later, your husband passed away. Two and a half. Uh huh. And so, and you found out when you were away in California, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how, I mean, that, okay, getting pregnant at 17, 16, huge shock. And then having to do it alone, what, just if you can bring us back to how that felt, just being like, okay, well, this is it. Like I have, she, I'm her only, I mean, obviously family helps, but really you were her only yes. person to take care it of. It was, uh, yes, I can remember it vividly. It was very, it was devastating, number one, to lose your husband. Yeah. And then now I am, you know, almost 21 years old and have a three-year-old and no husband and no real education. High school, that's it. Yeah. So, you know, I decided to move to Washington and go back to school. And I worked during the, you know, I worked at nighttime and went to school during the day to kind of become like an executive secretary back then. I was, you know, learned how to type and do shorthand and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, and I just wanted to have, you know, I I had decided that I was not going to live with my in-laws. They actually wanted me to do that and mm-hmm. I didn't really want to do that. I wanted to try to make this on my own and I was going to do whatever it took to do that. So, wow. I got a job, went back to school and just started, you know, working and yeah. trying to do the best I could. Yeah. I think a lot of women we serve here find themselves, you know, financially struggling and definitely sometimes single and, you know, unexpected pregnancies. What is a piece of advice that you would give in those hard moments to push through and be able to, I don't know, do what's what's necessary even when that seems daunting? Because when you think, okay, I have to go back to school, I have to I have to work in the day, I have to, you know, how am I going to balance all that? What are some of the kind of practical or advice you could give a woman trying to to conquer this kind of mountain ahead of her? Well, I think mainly it was to have a better life for my daughter and Mm -hmm. kind of do things differently than my mother did. I mean, my mother was not very nurturing, so I wanted to be better at that and provide a better life. And I, my main motivation was to really be able to do it and you know, try to do it as best as I could at that time. Yeah. So it's, it is hard and there's no getting around it. And you do have moments that you think, oh my gosh, I, you know, can I do this? But I think when you have another human being relying on you, you want to provide and be the best person that you can be for that person. Yeah. And I think finding, I mean, finding a community or people around you to, to raise, help raise your child, you know? Yes. You have to have a good support system, which, you know, I did have my father-in-law was, that was the reason I moved to Washington because I wanted my daughter to be around your mother to be around, you know, really good people and people that would kind of do things with her that I wasn't necessarily good at. Yeah. <laughs> so my father-in-law and, you know, my sister-in-laws were very good with that. And so that was, yeah. you know, it certainly was a help. So if you can get a good 
it doesn't have to be your family. Exactly. It can be, you know, anybody. But right. get a, have, have a support system, system, even if it's your friends or yeah, I think, other yeah, I people think, in church or whatever. whatever. Right. No, I Just think that's a huge people. thing. It's like finding, you know, you, you can't control what family you were given, but finding your, you know, what you would say, like a chosen your family. Your support system. Yeah. Right. And your mm-hmm. own people that are going to love your child and support you when you're having to you know, work. And I mean, I'm just shocked. When did you sleep? <laughs> if you worked in the day tonight and you did school in the day, did you sleep at all for a couple years? <laughs> well, I went to school and I got out around three and then I would go to work and work like from five to 10 or 11, sometimes okay. midnight. And on the weekends I would work. So, you know, you just, and you know, I put your mother in, I had the went got a Montessori school that was yeah. good with kids. And so, you know, she did that during the day because she was three. So she was right. Little. She wasn't going to school yet. So Totally. Yeah. What skills do you believe helped you become the success you are? Now, you know, you have built this, this amazing life for yourself. And the 16-year-old that got pregnant probably didn't feel like, you know, they, they couldn't imagine where you are now with you know 11 grandchildren and um this beautiful successful life that you enjoy what skills do you believe helped you get to where you are i mean your natural perseverance is probably one of them but i'm sure there's other things along the way that you kind of took in well i think uh, yeah i think having the desire to you know have a better life and having, I guess, the will to work and make that happen. Mm -hmm. It doesn't certainly happen overnight, but I think you just have to persevere. And even if you have setbacks, I think you have to just look at those setbacks as kind of a learning lesson Mm -hmm. and move forward because there's, you know, everybody's got a hard life. You know, you probably talked to a lot of people, Mm -hmm. everybody's got some story, but I think you just have to push on and be... You know, and, you know, have that kind of vision of what you'd like to have. And then, you know, if you even get halfway there, then I think you're a success. So I think you just have to have kind of the drive to want to make it be better and have the perseverance to make that happen. Yeah, definitely. And I think a big, yeah, a big theme is, you know, you are in charge of your own life. Like you can't really, yes, we rely on support, but no one's going to get you to where you are going to be besides yourself. And it's doing those hard things that will pay off later. And it's really about like, you have to do that. I mean, you, nobody's going to help you do it, but you know, if you have a good support system that will kind of help with certain things and then you have to be able to get out there and you just have to pull your bootstraps up and want to, you know, do better because when you, you know, when you know better, you do better. Right. My motto. Right. And I think, you know, each opportunity leads to the next it's not like one day you woke up and you were a real estate agent with you know all this all this commission under your belt it's like (laughs) you meet people and you and you you know were the executive assistant and you were you didn't you like work in restaurants too before that like that's kind of what you got that was what i started doing i worked at denny's restaurant And uh, in California, and then I this in, yeah, in California, and then I worked in a, like a steakhouse. That was what I. I mean, I had never worked at all because you at, got married. Because I, yeah, and so I just I never had a job. I mean, I didn't even really babysit. So really, my very first job was really after my you know husband passed away. That was wow. probably my first. That's when I started working at Denny's in a steakhouse. That yeah. I had to wow. Make money. 
Yeah, no, that's and and you are one of the hardest working people I know. I mean, she is a grandma, a young grandma for that. But I mean, this lady has two jobs. Uh, she's a real she's a real estate agent, and she also is still a <laughs> flight attendant. Um, and I like I'll tell people my grandma's does this, and they're like, "Your grandma?" I'm like, "Well, she's a little younger than maybe the typical grandma." But uh, beside the fact you work very hard and you had to, you know, get from one job to the next. Obviously working at Denny's is not a glamorous life, I'm no. sure. But you you know you Just do wearing the uniform was uh <laughs> <laughs> but really <So> challenging <laughs> totally the polyester um, yes, yes. um but really i mean that it's it, it's not like you're gonna wake up and have your dream job and anyone can take that advice regardless if you're a single mother or a teen mom or whatever it is you're going to have to work those jobs and get to the next and and learn both the skills and just get opportunities from that absolutely um yes what is one piece of advice you would like to leave our listeners with for a woman who is you know in this season of oh I have this baby I have this life I need to figure this out what's one last thing that you can just give I know we've kind of touched on it but and it can be similar to what you said before but what is one last thing you want to leave our listeners with I would say to not give up and love yourself enough that you're going to you know make a better life for you and your child or children mm -hmm. and just never give up i mean even if you get setbacks never ever ever give up cuz that will be kind of your driving force i think and then uh, you know if you're you you have to feel good about yourself and you just have to work hard and you know i think that those things will come to you as long as you don't give up. Right. I mean, you know, it's hard and I'm not trying to say that it would never be hard because it would be hard. It yeah. will be hard. Yeah. But I think you just can never give up and you have to, like I said, love yourself enough that you want to do better. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Um, and if you are listening to this and you ever are in need of services or need support here at 3W, we are here for you. We can get you connected with a lot of resources in our community to kind of give you that springboard into loving yourself through hard situations and hard work. And, you know, if you just need an hour to vent and talk and get that motivation to get to the next step in your life, um, our providers are happy to sit down with you and talk about not only your physical health, but your overall well-being. So thank you so much for joining us here for another episode. And Grandma Roxanne, thank you so much for joining us as well. I have loved talking to you and just learning more about the strong, capable woman that you are. So thanks for joining oh, thank us. Thank you, honey. And love thank you so you. much. Oh, you're welcome. Love you. <laughs> um, and thank you for joining us, um, everyone. And I wish you well. For more information about 3W, please visit our website at 3wmedical.org. That's the number three, the letter W, medical.org. From there, you can learn more about the services we provide, book an appointment, or make a donation if you'd like to support our mission. You can also call our office at 206-588-0311. That's 206-588-0311. If you liked this episode, please share it with others and consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay healthy and be well.